guys, welcome to another episode of MC Anime. MC here, and uh, Leslie is back with us today as a special guest. How are you doing today, Leslie? I'm doing alright. I know we had a little technical difficulties, but we managed to make this happen. <laughs> yeah, surprisingly, uh, audio and other channels of recording has been kind of interesting in that regard. But uh, today's episode that you are guests uh, appearance on is the morality and ethics of anime. So when you when you think of morality or ethics, what do you think of? When it comes to anime or just in general? Just to ethics and morality. In general? Uh, I mean, I guess there's always like ethical ways of like how to, you know, do things to have a quote-unquote doing it the right way. And then morality is is... I would believe it, there's always a, a moral choice of, like, doing the right thing at the uh, right time, you know? Rather, it's like you feel like you need to step in to help out a situation or just kind of, like, let a situation go, you know? So it's a broad statement, I guess, to say, and it's very open and tool interpretation to different people. True. And also with uh, morality... That's typically the like the justification of the, the character of right and wrong. Well, ethics is usually ethics is like the process of the behavior associated with right and wrong, as well. Like you practice the morals to do the ethics, and the morality is like whether the behavior is justified as a moral decision or immoral. That's basically what that means. Okay, you're, you're Mr. Scientific over here. Know all the big words, so I, I agree with you. <laughs> all the big words? What do you mean all the big words? I don't know. You sounded so professional like you're like you're a teacher or something, like you know what you're talking about. I don't know. Well, okay. When you do morality, it's the character's belief of what they do. Okay. I. So, and then you have ethics, which is the process of what you use morals to justify a justifi- a justification of action. Okay. So, which I think is really interesting because anime plays onto the heartstrings a lot with morality, but you also get a lot of the ethics as well. You get the decision making of the uh, what is right, what is wrong. Usually the main character shows you that, and usually the main character standing up for the people that are being oppressed, and they're usually in a central conflict. Yes, you're right. I do see that in a lot of the animes that I watch, as the main character has to make a moral choice of usually like every episode of what to do, you know? Yeah. So it's kind of interesting seeing the dynamic of who is wrong, who is right, and also seeing who is in the middle. Because you can be wrong in the characters in the eyes of the main character, but be right in the in the eyes of others and yourself. Yeah. So that's it, where morality comes in. Yeah, it's uh when when you say something like that, um I think it's a du a du Dulan Goggin or Whatever, I don't know if you ever seen that, but it's like the bad guy in the beginning part is actually being an asshole to prevent someone that's even more wicked to come find him, so to speak. Oh, okay. I don't know if you ever seen that uh, anime, but it's really good. Yeah, Never Gone is interesting for that. Yes. So, what animes do um, you want to, like, really focus on for uh, the... Morale choices that the characters make. Well, the ones I want to focus on are the King of the Journey, Ghost in the Shell, Monster, and Legend of the Galactic Heroes. Those are the ones I had in mind. Those are the ones I put on the cover art. Okay, so I I have seen Ghost in the Shell uh, a few times, and I've even seen the movie. So I, I I know that anime probably the best. I'm not like an expert on it, but yeah. Um, we can start on that, just to, like, try to talk. Oh, yeah. Definitely. 
So when you go into the morality and goes to the show, usually the morality that comes up is if of hacking. Is it ethical to do the hacking into someone's mind and hijack their mind? Uh, that's one issue that comes up. That's what you want to get into. Ooh, that's uh you know, that's that you're opening up a can there. So I mean if you're hacking into someone <laughs> if you're hacking into someone's mind and it prevents you know them yeah. from doing something evil like let's say I don't know blow up a city block or do something like that then it's like it's right but if you hack into somebody's mind and they're not doing anything wrong and you kind of like taking over them or whatever like you know that's uh Man, I, I don't even know. Like, I, that's. Sheesh. Why are you making me think? My brain hurts now already, and we're not even that far. But I mean, yeah, I know it's with a lot of hacking or whatever, uh, but yeah. maybe the hacking is using to insert into a person's brain, taking over their mind, and making them do bad things, even though they themselves are not that kind of a person that we're trying to get at. Yeah. Yeah, you basically, you take someone's free will, and you manipulate them to do your own doing. Yeah, definitely do not want that to happen to me, so. I mean, let's just bring up the example of, uh, there's uh, like a specific species of parasite that goes into the brains of ants and makes them basically sit up on a leaf and to basically procure a population, they go into the brain and let them sit on the leaf. And, and that's a real thing or that from the, the... That's a real thing. Oh, wow. The actual the parasite actually invades the nervous system and the brain of the host and actually makes them do actions that not necessarily... They do themselves. Hmm. Okay. Wow. That that must be some really small parasites if we're talking about ants. So. Well, I mean, yeah. I, okay. Give me a fact. I know a lot of different things, so my logic seems to go from different sources and different resources. No, you're you're telling me stuff I don't even know about, and I have been listening to a, your episodes. So yeah, you kind of know a, a little bit about a lot of things, which is neat. So, so what is it uh, about hacking that uh, would like worry you? Is it being like you just someone takes over your brain and makes you like do things you don't want to do? It's not even that. Hacking and mind jacking are two different things. Hacking is the infringement of someone's property or privacy being on the intellectual web. That's what hacking is. Yes. Your intellectual property that belongs to you, that identifies who you are, like social security number, is being violated. Or your IP address. Yeah. So your consent is not there. They hack into it. Whatever account, take whatever digital asset you have or open up accounts that is digital asset but in your name that can jeopardize you okay well i'm not a fan of hacking at all because like you go in there you just basically ruin a person's life for whatever reason you want to ruin a person's life about yeah i don't uh, so, and also back into uh, ghost michelle you know, they go into the people's minds, they do a deep dive, but a lot of times they had to do a deep dive to try to say whatever the conscience of the person being hacked into, which is the most risky part. At that point, the only way to save them is to do the deep dive, try to get rid of the hijacker in the mind while you hijack in their mind. <laughs> uh, I mean, if you're going in there to... Uh... I guess it all comes down if they're going in there for a good reason to help this person out, then I don't think it's a bad thing. But like I said, I wouldn't want anyone going into hacking my mind, knowing things or whatever, because 
I think some weird things. Yeah, and it also brings up the humans, uh, humanity's relationship with technology to, to the question of what is life anyway? Is it necessary to change for, the, for growing, or do you do stagnant and be part of the internet? Yeah, that's, that's something that's very, uh, that you talk much about, especially with uh, how things are today, so. Well, here's my question. The ethics, we talked about some morality. The ethics of Ghost in the Shell is you have society performing laws on androids and cybernetic life. So is it ethical for those laws to be in place? Or is it still unethical by society's standards? To Okay, so repeat that again. So you're saying having laws in place against the androids to not infect the humans? Yes. I mean, it's actually quite ethical because, I mean... Look, I'm not an expert on, you know, any kind of robotics or electrical, digital cybersecurity, but it looks as androids are highly, highly capable computers, basically, and can, you know, decode, declassify any kind of information or whatever. And if they go into people's brains and they can just kind of just download all the information and then dissect it and then, you know, show it to people that can read it, that that can really just, like, they can control the human race by absolutely not even trying. Yeah. You know, you also bring up the uh, practice of morales of where you draw the line of how much you infringe the mind and how much you actually keep intact. That's another thing you have to consider as well. Yeah, that's true. It's how much is technology just too much when the technology you're making is unethical to the point it's basically unethical in in any society. Jeez. Yeah, no, that uh, that makes sense. You know, it's where where's the line drawn? How far do you go? How far is too far, you know? And also you had to assign accountability. Yeah. Is the company accountable for the loophole in the system? Or is the person who found the loophole liable? Well, I mean, yeah, I, without really going into anything specific, how is it the, let me ask you, how is it the person that found this loophole and you know, I, I guess you say um, using it to their advantage if the situation calls for it. Yes, it's um, not... It's, uh, and started manipulating other people, is the company liable or is the person behind that found the loophole in the wrong? Well, I, I mean, you can hold the company to a point but the person using that loophole and manipulating people needs to be held the most accountable i guess you would say i mean when you make something not everything's going to be perfect you're not going to iron out all the uh i mean you could go out and try your very best it's like the company did everything they thought in their power to keep things safe and someone found a loophole somewhere along the way You know, how are you going to fault the company that is actually actively making sure things are secure? You get what I'm saying? Well, yeah. And when you, what about the TOS? Usually when the company is liable for is what they put in TOS policy. You know. I'm not sure what a TOS policy is, so. TOS is a table of contents. Okay, table of contents. The table of contents contains the policies necessary for the customer to know what's in the product, what involves the product, and certain conditions to use the product in the the realm of using the product. Okay, I got you. So as long as the companies use the TOS to their benefit, then they are not liable for anything in the ethic category because society 
has made laws for the ethics to be followed in TOS and okay. company announcements and all this other stuff. That makes sense. That makes sense. So now you're talking about the other anime, something about Heroes in the Galaxy or whatever. Yeah, Heroes of the Galactic Heroes. Yes. Well, Maybe. It's kind of interesting with the Galactic Heroes because they were fighting. The Legend of the Galactic Heroes is literally a civil war between two factions. He basically has to decide who's right and wrong. Hmm. So that basically the synopsis of what's going the of the main part of the anime right there. Well, we have the two interstellar states: the monarchic Galactic Empire and the Democratic Free Plants Alliance, embroiled in a never-ending war. Hmm. Okay, so I can understand that from like a a, a historical you know, events and stuff that happened. So what uh, what are your your questions about that? Um well which what side are you gonna be on? The one that's a democratic or one that's like a an empire? Well I mean yeah he, without knowing the context, like I don't know if the empire is doing anything wrong, you know, per se. Like, if people are are not being under a dictatorship and have freedom to kind of do what they need to do and are able to make a living without having to give a lot of money back, I guess, to the government, you know, then I would say they're in the wrong. But since I don't know the anime too well, I can't really say that, but then you also don't know if these freedom people, uh, you said like the freedom faction, I guess they're like a de- democratic group. You know, if they're going up against the Empire who is do- just not doing very good to people, keeping them like basically you know, under a, a dictatorship's thumb, like the king rule is law, then like them fighting for their they're basically their lives is not a bad thing, you know. But like I said, yeah. me not knowing the anime, I really can't say who who would be oh, at yeah. fault, you know. Well, let's see. We have the galactic faction is formed, political power moving away from the planet Earth, and the space air replacing the Gorian calendar. And then we also have the absolute monarch, when named the Galactic Empire, starts the calendar again and then begins the Imperial count. Well, so basically, they're moving away from Earth, but the Dominion, the the Free Planet Alliance, wants to stay to basically stay on Earth as a means to uh, be in power control. Because then we have the people that set up the uh, Free Planet Alliance, a democratic republic, which uses a space era calendar, founding their alliance. This is the first battle between the Empire. So, one wants to move away from Earth. One wants to keep everyone on Earth. Oh, well, so the people, if they want to leave, that's that's their choice, you know? So, I mean, the, I got the other group that's trying to keep everybody on Earth. You know, how, how are you supposed to stop somebody from wanting to go somewhere, you know? Yeah. You know, it states in the distant future, uh, it's of uh, our own Milky Way galaxy. A portion of the galaxy is filled with terraformed worlds inhabited by interstellar traveling human beings. 150 years, two mighty space powers war with each other. The Galactic and Freelance uh, Alliance. So, the Galactic Empire. He's based on Prussia. Military genius is rising to power. Had a concubine later. Not only wants to end the corrupt dynasty, but also defeat the Free Planet Alliance and unify the whole galaxy under his rule. Oh, so I mean, he basically he wants to be. You said absolute monarch. So to me, an absolute monarch means that he just wants to be the one that makes all the rules. You know, so. I would be, I would look at the other faction that is making sure that they're not being under 
being told what to do by one person, you know? Okay. And then we have the Free Plants Alliance. Uh, we have a young wing inspired to be a historian to the military academy, technical, rightly promoted to Commodore because of his genuine excellence in military strategy. Though they highly respect one another, he is better known for his underdog victories and accomplishments in overcoming possible and mitigating collateral damages to the military observations. Uh, let's see. Few wars between good and evil, most are good and other are good. Okay, well, I wish I yeah, knew this high anime. Nobility, admirals, politicians, common soldiers, farmers, into the story. From the main heroes to the unknown soldier fighting for his life in the battlefield. Okay, well, I wish I knew more about the story and I can give a better answer, but yeah. I guess, like, when it comes to me, if, if you're asking me about how I feel, my morals is, like, people got to be able to do what they want, and they have to feel yeah. that they're able to go do that, you know? But when well, I say they should be able to go do what they want, it's got to be within within a very good, good reason of, like, laws, you know? Like, I don't, people just can't go off and kill someone else because they want to, but I mean, say like if they want to move somewhere or feel like they just don't like the area that they're in or whatever, they can go, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because when we usually have the debate between the democratic and uh, imperialism or an empire, you get kind of like weird gray area. Democratic is usually mostly the government is decided by the people. The empire is usually decided by a bloodline or an absolute monarchy. Yeah, that's true when you when people look at it. Or or when you say like imperial, it could just be like just like a ruling class. You know, like a group of people yeah. that are the elites, so to speak. They're the ones that have final say in everything because they're, yeah. they're imperial... Listing, meaning that, yeah, but when you talk about like imperial, you think of one person or that has absolute say in everything. Yeah, you think of like a, you think of a collective that is corrupt, while in a republic, the collective is for the people, but not as well. They can be corrupt, that's that's a given. That, that, but yeah, that's that's like another like something like, to talk about, you know. So I think that a republic kind of forms a collective of people working for the people. So they'll have the sometimes justification the ethics of the people instead of themselves. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I get what you're saying now. Yeah. Well, that would be my take on, on them. Imperial, there is no ethics with them. It's just straight up selfish desires and putting your whims on the other people. Yeah, when it comes to like an absolute monarch, it's like do as I say, and if you don't, I'm just gonna kill you. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's that. All right. So that helps out. Now, what is this? This the first one you said you wanted to try to look into. We got the heroes of the Gothic. Uh, Kino's journey. Is it keynotes? I don't know anything about that. Never even heard of that anime. Well, Kino's Journey is an interesting story. It's usually for like World War Two kind of thing. Okay. I think he's a a travel. Yeah, he's a travel. And uh, a series of the traveling Kino and her talking motorcycle named Hummies. They explore countries with unique customs and people around a mysterious world. Only spending three days at each location. So they don't, they're like a drifter in, in the community side. And I don't know, I guess it's like an intimate object come to life that can have some sentience. And you said, uh, where is it supposed to take place? Like... Uh, it's like War Two ish kind of thing. Okay, so is it like taking place in, in 
that take on like Europe or whatever during the uh Yeah, it's taking place during Europe. This that's where the setting is. Okay. Um And you said the yeah, time frame is around World War Two era? Uh yeah, it has that it has that feeling. Um Okay. It's not exactly set in in that era, but it's like taking reference from so basically, the first half of the twentieth century in Europe. Okay, yeah. I got that. You know, penis is in the land of visible pain. There's the principle that the poverty alive, noting if I stay any longer, I'm afraid I'll settle down. The reoccurring of the of the anime and novels, the world is not beautiful, therefore it is. Uh, you know. We have a radical sense of beauty and brutality, loneliness, nonsense, oppression, and tragedy, often juxt against the compassion and the fairy tale atmosphere. Okay, so what what are your situations you want to talk about relating to this? Yeah. Well, what's to the morale of different people when you travel to different places? You get a sense of different people's perspectives and how they do things. That's true. Okay. And when you do that, it's kind of interesting in how it plays onto the notion that when you travel around, how should you act? Well, I mean, if you're traveling in a place you know nothing about or whatever, you don't know what kind of behavior people take as disrespectful or aggressive yeah. or you, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I just know if you go to certain places and say the wrong thing, it could get you in a lot of trouble. Oh, yeah. And we also have, you know, life Pastor off in the world of full of lies and despair. It's literally Kino's world, the beautiful world. Life is such a uh, creation with various paths and stairways. It's how you spin your footsteps to the most wonderful life experience. So, let's dive into the morality of traveling a little bit. Okay. You want to live your life. Yeah. But you see all life lies and despair. So you keep drifting to town to town, trying to find a good town. Where do you see you, you see you fit yourself in that category? If I'm traveling from town to town? Yeah, you're just traveling town to town, and you see something like greed. Someone being greedy. How you react? Well, I mean, me personally, like, if it's none of my business, like, if it's none of my business, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't do anything so about Kino's it. Journey. Yeah, true. With Kino's journey, the uh, the value of greed is kind of like debunked because you appreciate what you have and you shouldn't really need more gratification unless you work towards a goal to get it. You shouldn't immediately take it. You should work for it. Yeah, I, I get it. But I mean... You know, like I said, like I don't know much about the internet since I never watched it. But if you're going into the place, and that, that's why, like, I wish I I would know more about it and agree. You know, how is a person greedy if they work and they're making it? You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, and then we also have like you know. It's kind of interesting because the, there's uncontrollable greed with citizens of a country charge ex expensive tolls for travelers to pass through the government country. So let's say this. Uh, so you have a toll and you travel to another country. Do you think the country is justified to do an expensive toll? I think there's a lot of people going to that. I mean, like a toll, like you have to pay money in order to enter the country? Yeah. You're using their road. And let's say the toll on one country is $15, and the toll on the other side is $50. Yeah. 
but you had to pay both in both countries. Do you think it's really greedy that you had to pay the amount that's like one-sided? I mean, how do you combat? How do you like deal with that though? If you're you're making the choice to leave one country and into another, and you have to pay these tolls or tax or whatever, that's your choice. You know what I mean? If that's how the country is set up to do business or okay. to do their way, I mean... Okay. Is, is so it, the justification is it, the country. Is it, is it right? You know, uh, I, I, I doubt it. You know what I mean? I, I believe yeah. that, like, you know, you, yes, countries should have security or whatever, but I don't know if it's right that everyone that enters yeah. has to pay. You know, when you leave, are you paying? You know, it's like I said, there's just a lot. This is these questions are very complex in everything. You, you get what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Another concept in uh, Kino's journey is slavery. Ooh. They believe to the extent that it's thought to justify slavery as a natural thing when such individual was born, experienced, and realized the hardest, hardest challenges in life. We're not totally incapable to think wisely to work on the extent. Slavery, Slavery. Some theologians who thought that slavery was invincible, where these pre-existing laws did not fit to accept it as a national phenomenon, strongly believe that people were entitled to justice and freedom to choose how they would live their life the way they wanted to be. Slavery, I do not agree with in any kind of form, you know? Yeah. So definitely, that is definitely a bad moral to have if you believe slavery is okay. I mean... Oh, yeah. It's un- we already found that, that society has viewed it as... Un- it's still happening. Yeah, no, but I like, mean, even in yeah. even in this world or whatever, slavery happens and it... Ha- someone having complete control over someone else's life is just not not good at all. I do not agree with that, and it should be outlawed or whatever. So, yeah, yep. the morality of slavery is it's bad in whatever form. And that's me talking. Any kind of form you okay. have, slavery is horrible. And you know, that's, you know, how they, you know, it's portrayed in Kingdom's Journey. They go about it and have people say that it's justified, but, like, it's not at all. So you see their, their Kino's perspective and how he's traveling around and these different people have different views about different things. And that's one of them. Yeah. Corruption. I mean, you know, corruption happens. uh, It's everywhere. mm -hmm. You know, um, it's economical, it's social, uh, cultural, political aspects. The terms have already explained, you know, bribery, Topicism, colonialism, is rarely in, filled with illegality as is technically the abuse of one's power. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, like I said, slavery is horrible and you shouldn't do it at all. I'm not for that at all. And corruption, I just believe it's this human the human nature of you're gonna if you want to make something happen you you will do slimy things to make it happen so corruption is just always gonna be around in one form or another and also with the uh, Kino's journey one specific example of corruption was the historic country a big clock tower stood up at the center of the trademark of the existence the master, the apprentice, was accused of selling prohibited drugs and put in prison. The loots were confiscated. The young master eventually discovered the cops in the country were involved in corruption. She planned to help the convince to get out, but but helped the whole nation to flee from the big corruption. Both planned they cause. Uh... Okay, they both planned to cause a shooting and then terrorize the whole country. But knowing had been killed. Is of the sake of justice. All right. So, so the... you fighting corruption with taking innocent lives. 
Yeah, I mean, corruption could take innocent lives, just how it is, you know? Well, yeah, but, like, for people to think that they have to go to the extreme to do whatever uh, a mass outcry of, like, public violence just to send a message doesn't really benefit anyone in the long run, really. You know, people are ruled with their feelings and stuff. That's just how it's yeah. human beings. Some people are, they are fueled by emotions. Others are fueled by, you know, the life that they have going on sort of thing. It's, human beings are a very weird thing to understand because usually yeah. not one person agrees absolutely 100% with the next person. Well, yeah. I mean, we take the clock tower fiasco. We have the cops being corrupted. They accuse someone else of building the jail. The master and the apprentice have the retaliation of going to jail and being in the corrupt country. They plan a mass shooting. Both are not right. And one doesn't justify the other. Just because one treats you bad doesn't mean that the other should be a similar result. Yeah, 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 definitely. So, you know, it goes to show you that not everyone and not everyone can have revenge, you know. Yes, you can have the freedom of corruption, not have it, but you still gotta see where it ends. The world is not beautiful. Therefore, it is. Basically, what that means, the world is full of different things that you have to accept for reality. So that's what Kino's journey really reflects on. Sounds interesting. I might have to try to actually watch this one. So Yeah. So what do you think of the world is not beautiful, therefore it, it is? I mean, to me, the world is beautiful, but there's just... There's also a lot of negative stuff that's in it, though. True. That's the way I so look at it. So the ugly and the bad all together with the good? You just have to find that balance? Yeah, I mean, they're, I guess, how are you supposed to have good without the bad? Now are you supposed to have bad or without the good? You know what I mean? Otherwise, yeah, it'll just be all good or up. all bad. That also brings up utopia and a dystopia. Yeah. Like, no, you, there is no utopia because there's always going to be bad that always was going to coexist. Yeah. So you can have the relief of being good, but someone always is going to mess it up. It's just human nature. Yeah. So, I don't know. It, it's interesting to see how the dilemma plays with humanity and how the morals and ethics play a role into the grander scheme. That that is why it's probably such a uh, a topic that can be debated and debated and debated without actually having no real answer. You know. Yeah. True. I mean, just look at the political stuff that's going on in almost every country that has a democracy. Whether it's England, uh, USA, uh, Canada, France, Israel, you know, even in Mexico. I mean, it's just everything that's going on is crazy. Yeah. Uh, one last thing to explore with uh, the morality and, and ethics of anime. Monster. Monster. So, yeah. So, Monster is an interesting anime. It's like a psychological thriller that takes you on the journey of basically who's the monster and who is deemed worthy of it. I'm assuming that, like, maybe somebody created the monster and maybe he's just as bad as this creature that's just bred to be destroying. But I could, like I said, I could be wrong. I don't know anything about this, so... Uh, Kinsutsuma is a young Japanese brain surgeon 
bullying at the hospital. He's dissatisfied with the political bias of the hospital and treating patients and seizures with the opportunity to change things that the massacre brings feudal twins, John and Anna. Johanna is the gunshot, and Anna Mona's about killing. Operates instead of the mayor who arrives later. Say, but mayor dies. This is social standing. The other doctors are mysteriously murdered, and both children disappear from the hospital. The police protect Timmer. They have no evidence. And then he's the chief of surgery. After saving a criminal named uh, Junkers, Junkers murders about a monster. And then he finds him gone. So he basically finds monster as something keeps bad happening to people. Junkers is gone. Okay. So the idea of monster is someone in the shadows, but Tenna is always being suspected of it. But he's trying to figure out what the heck is happening. I mean, maybe he he is the, the monster, quote-unquote, you know? If bad things keep happening around him, maybe he's the one to blame. Okay, how you excuse someone that to be blamed if they're trying to figure out who it is? Well, I mean, you ever you ever noticed? Um, I've listened to true crimes and stuff when it comes to like serial serial killers and stuff like that. They're the ones that are doing all this, but then they insert themselves into helping find out who the person is. Oh, okay. So it is their their the moral is. Or their, their ethics is like they don't think that they're doing anything wrong and so you know and them trying to help whatever I guess is them co- yeah it's them covering their own tracks but they're looking like they're very uh, a moral person you know even though they're the ones yeah. being evil oh yeah you know so morally it's they can of- I was gonna say so morally yeah. they 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 are looking very, uh, like they have good morals, even though they're the ones that are, quote-unquote, the monster in this, in this story. Yeah. Okay. You know. You know, let's see. We have, let's see. She woke up as a bit old, uh, the entire setting is centered around Germany and old Slovakia. The okay. orchestra style in the reflects the reality and is quite detailed. A real world history, amazingly accurate. For twist and turn. Uh, let's see. We also have a lot of character development. Side character. Uh, the mystery and tension exists in the last. Uh, very dark in realism. Okay, what are we talking about here? Okay, so we have uh, different things. So, let's handle the morality of the surgeon. He had a tough choice between the twins or the male. He decided to do the twins instead of the male, and he lost social standards. Ah. Does that really justify that he lost social standing by being the surgeon that chose the twins as the mayor? Now, the twins are like kids, right? Yeah. Yeah, why wouldn't you want to help the kids, you know? Like, you got to make a choice like that. Like, the mayor probably, you know, kind of lived a life a little bit or whatever, but kids haven't, you know? So, I mean, it's... I don't know if there is any anything, you, there's no right or wrong here. Either way, it's just a horrible situation to be in. But, I mean, me, I would pro- I'm just saying this, but I'm not in that situation. I would choose the kids because I feel like kids deserve to have a chance to have some kind of life or whatever. You know? Yeah. But, there, I don't think there is anything... In, anything uh, right or wrong in this. It's whatever choice you make, you're going to get backlash from somebody somewhere because it's just a very crappy situation. Oh, yeah. 
even like even in this situation the main premise of monsters all lives are equal regardless of who they are yeah but in a medical field in in an emergency setting deciding who gets the help and one who doesn't is interesting Because yeah. not everyone can be saved, but not everyone can can get the same treatment as the other person either. Yeah, because there's, it, it's kind of like you're saying, like, something bad happens and people are hurt. There's only so many, and maybe there's only so many places the, the doctor can go deal with. He can only deal with one person at a time. So he makes a choice and he has to do his best to get that person stable and then move on to the next person. So, like I said, he's in a really bad situation there. Oh, yeah. Now, let's say, like, the mayor was a very corrupt and a very, just a very bad person or whatever. You know, I might skip over him and give kids that haven't done anything wrong a good chance. You know what I mean? But, like I said, you said it's... It's not like that, but I mean, if a situation like that is, you know, I can see the character just like, oh, the mayor is a bad person. He done this, this, and this, and led to people death, and doing all. You know what? I'm gonna help these kids out. If I can get to him, I'll get to him. True, and also you have a psychopathic serial killer and a criminal organization that's also taking place in Monster as well. Sheesh. So all these people that keep dying around him. The doctor, or from the organization and the psychopathic killer. Now, the monster is the psychopathic killer. Okay. So it kind of explores should you use a third person to get involved in your dirty work? Mm, Yeah, I don't know, man. Hey, you shouldn't use anyone to do your own dirty work. If you're going to do something, you should be man enough to do it yourself. But that's just me, personally. True. So let's say someone else is... Okay. You want to get a sting operation. So you use this person for intel. Yeah. But you know, for you to get that intel, they're probably going to get killed. They give it to you anyway. And then you don't see him again. Is it more to not think of that their life is meant something for that? Or is the life in vain? I mean, like, if this person is doing something to help you with the sting operation or whatever, they're, they're thinking that you're going to sit there and do what you can to make sure that they come back alive. So that's slimy to do. So, no, that's that's not right. Because they're doing something like that. They're expecting you to have their back when they need you. You know, the cavalry comes in and whatever. Yeah. No, that's wrong. That's just wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, here's a go. We have Tina. He chooses between keeping his hands clean, but letting a child die, or shooting a man he's been gunning for 64 episodes to save a child. Will you choose? You save the child, or you let the guy that you have been so long trying to go after? Why is he going after the guy? Let me ask that, if you can answer that question. He's going after the guy, because he's the one that's been mysteriously killing in and him being suspected of the crimes. Oh, so if this this person that he kills saved the child and put and brings justice or something for other people, yeah, kill the dude. You know what I mean? But Well the child that you saved in the hospital over the mayor is worth more than the guy who's been in conspiracy against you. Okay, repeat that, because I only got a little gist of it, of going back with the mayor. This is the girl that saved over the mayor. You say you you always save his life once. Do you save his life again, and let him suffer and get the person in the process? 
while that child may die. He only saved a life once. I mean, I, I guess. Um, I guess. Yeah. So basically, the person in that situation you've been after so long, you'll give up someone else to to achieve your goals. No, I would. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to put anyone else's risk. Or life uh, to risk if I'm if this is something personal I'm trying to deal with, you know. Okay. Okay. So you in a personal vendetta, you're going to use everything in your capability against them, not get other people involved. Yeah, I mean it's it's your choice to go after this person or whatever. You know, it's not like he's a known criminal that everyone in in the world is trying to go after, you know? So, I mean, it's your personal, your personal shit, you need to deal with it without getting other people involved and, you know, hurt in the process. True. We also have the uh, fixation category as well. You're so fixated, you get to the point that doesn't matter who gets in the way, you achieve your end goal no matter what. Yeah, people are like that, and that's, you know, they, they that happens quite a bit, uh, I'm assuming. Like, you, you just don't care what you do or who's in your way, who gets hurt, whatever, as long as at the end you get what you need done or what you want done. Yeah. I don't agree with that, but I mean... It does happen a lot, especially in, like, when we talk about in animes or movies or in real life, you know? So, and there's an anime that challenges your morality, that makes you question what you think, what you do every day? An anime that makes me question what I do every day? Or maybe it gives you an entirely new perspective about what you did before? Uh, honestly, I, I, I can't think of any, but it probably is, like, some that do make me kind of think, like, differently of situations when I've seen it, you know, play out in a whole, of course, of a whole series. I just can't come up with something, like, right off the, you know, cusp there. I mean, maybe Fist of the North Star, because, you know, the whole story with that is... The main character, Kinshiro, goes after his brother, and his brother is doing all these bad things, killing people, going after the man's, his brother's wife and everything, but the brother was doing all this because he felt like he was the strongest to go prevent an invasion from another continent or there was a big evil army that was coming to conquer his whole land and he felt like he was the only one that was ca uh, capable of defending and you know saving his like nation from uh, an outside force and he didn't let oh. and like what you said he didn't let anything stand in his way he, he killed his own brothers, he hurt, killed his own, basically, uh, father, just to achieve what he wanted to achieve. He wanted to get that power, and he did that no matter who who was going to get hurt or whatever. But then, he was, okay. he was doing evil things, but he thought of himself as the good guy because he was doing this because if he knew of something else that was going to happen, I guess. Okay. So basically, the the premise is like, well, if I think it's good, gonna come out of it, yeah, I'm justified to do bad things. That's basically what you're saying. Yeah, which doesn't not make any sense, things. you know. Yeah, because it's a it's a contradicting statement to yeah. say you want to be doing these bad things, but the eventually they have the positive role. I mean, yes, war is a little bit different. Because you, if you're fighting for a belief or fighting for old times being not changed, then that's totally different. But like, 
in actual reality, when you're justifying, I don't know. Oh, there you go. Yeah, you're I lying mean, for the sake of someone else, and you keep lying for the sake of someone else, but you think it's positive that you're not telling them the truth. Yeah, I mean, I, I believe I've been in situations like that in myself because. You know, nobody wants to listen to what you have to say, so you have to kind of, you know, do things that, you know, aren't aren't the best, aren't right, in order to actually just be heard or, you know, for things to kind of happen, you know? Yeah. Like, the situation is, like, just, uh, let's say, I'm hypothetically speaking here, a person that, like, a co-worker or whatever is, is claiming that they did all this work that they had nothing to do with and saying that it's theirs. But since they know how to talk to people and make it all about them and tell a good story, you know, they, they have people being convinced. And then it's looking at you speaking up being like, no, they didn't. You have to, like, get into uh, get Basically, you have to get into, like, a fight to where it's so big that... Uh, you know, people that are like your supervisor will have to get involved, and they have to figure out what happened. You know what I mean? You yeah. you you have to you have to bring it to the level to where so, uh they just can't people can't sit on the sideline anymore. They have to do something. Okay. True. I agree with that statement. I, I you know you can't ignorance is not bliss. You have to do something at some point, because if you found guilty or not, you're going to have to step up. If you don't, you can be accessory to the crime itself. Yes. Yeah, you so, saw it happen, and you let it happen. Yes, that is what I'm getting at, is you have, I feel like that happens um, with things going on today. Nobody wants to do anything or whatever, so you have to... You have to make it happen. You have to go. You have to make this so like annoying, so visible that they there's nothing more that they have to do something about the situation. Otherwise, it's just gonna get worse. You're basically forcing their hand. True. And I don't you believe know, it's yeah. what I was gonna say. I don't like ethically. I don't believe it's the the best thing to do. But if you basically tried every resource you had in in your spear that you can do and that's all you have left you have to do it because otherwise no, you know it's just gonna it's gonna get to the point where like you said a crime's gonna happen or something happens and it's gonna be worse than you know if they did something to prevent it way uh way before you know in, in the timeline of things okay this is making me think of a situation. Former brotherhood. You have Ed Edric and the other sibling. And they want to bring their mom back. Okay. And what, is it ethical? Or is the morality more devastating than they originally think? You're, we're talking about the uh, Alchemy Brothers? Yes. The yeah. implications of the <laughs> taboo subject of human restoration. Yeah, because, yeah, I think the whole you thing of... You're resurrecting from death to life, and you use the equivalent... Ah, uh, please don't tell me I lost you. Come on. So do you believe that they're losing an arm, losing your body... Is justified in that taboo practice. I mean, if that's what they believe, I mean, it's I I don't think it's right. But like you said, like people will go to the le extreme lens to do things. So to them, it's not wrong. But you know, maybe how the society takes it, it's it is wrong. So I I don't agree that they should have done it. But like I said, you know. People go to extreme lands to do a lot of things. Replicate by the seven deadly souls. Yes. Yeah. So there's a thousand souls worth one person living forever. 
No, because, I mean, what about those thousand people, you know? Yeah. So the thousand souls that went to that one person basically is non, it's non-measurable in ethics or morality. It's just wicked, wicked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's insane. Insanity to the extreme man. Uh, like where do we draw the line between sanity and morality like when do we become balanced enough to recognize the difference I think that is a question that will never be answered but will be talked about until the end of time (laughs) like the way I see it you, you have the morals you have the ethics to do better but once you get to that insanity, next. You're, you're making my brain hurt right now. Too much thinking. Uh, it's the weekend. Come on. Well, what do you expect in the morality and ethics discussion in anime? Uh, I don't like talking a lot. Making me think too. I can't think and talk at the same time. Why does your brain hurt? Because you're making me think about situations and actually think about it and like, you know, what would I do in this situation? I mean, true. You know, you weren't really expected with this. No, like, I did not expect it to go in such a... This is like more of a philosophical discussion with anime drizzled in, you know? So... Not what I was expecting, but you know what? That that's cool though. I'm I'm okay with that. I'm really okay with this. So, do you have any like concluding statements about the morality and ethics that you need to take in consideration in life and also anime itself? I mean, you know, you can take what people can take what they want from this, but do what you feel like. You think is right. Rather, it's right or wrong or whatever. If you feel like it's the right thing to do, then I guess do it. If it feels right to you. Okay. Okay. What about you? Ah, we're connecting again. As an opportunity to be able to... Conversed and talked The gist of it, yeah. uh, I hear. I heard. I apologize. Statement of morality: the practice in which your behavior is just or unjust, and then ethics using mo- morals and values as a catalyst to measure behavior. Thank you, MC, for having me on on this great episode. You made me use my brain to think a lot in what we were discussing today. You can always find me on any social media at Madewell Art Photography. And hopefully I get some new fans and listen to more episodes that MC Anime makes. He is really great at what he does. And thank you again. Well, there you hear it. Lizzie Mayweather himself talking about his experience on this particular episode of MC Anime, discussing the morality and ethics of anime. I thank you so much for your time and how you were a very big part 
of the discussion and how we conducted this particular episode. With that stating, this concludes this episode of MC Anime. You can find us on where you find podcasts near you, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music. You can also follow us on mcanimepodcast.com where you see new updates and latest episodes in live time. If you are a website type of person, Patreon for the MC animators out there. Be part of our group and continue to support us through whatever means necessary that you want to watch podcasts near you. Thank you so much. And I hope you enjoy your day.